a typical formula of a sermon is I do some reading and research, and I think about, okay, how can I help myself and the congregation behave differently, do something differently? And what if I turn that on the head, its head, when we talk about peace? So rather than my talking about, okay, this is ways we can consider being peaceful, and what if instead we talk about what it feels like when others are peaceful, create peace that we experience? What's that like? But then you have to talk about, so what is peace? And it turns out it's one of those really amorphous, hard things to pin down, to talk about. There are kind of two ways to talk about peace. You can talk about peace in the negative sense. So peace is the absence of, when there is no absence of war, no conflict, no violence. Or... We can talk about peace in the positive when peace is about feeling safe, feeling heard. I'll, I'll read our, our Unitarian Universalist Association um, about eight years ago, so it means it, it uh, happened way before that, decided they wanted a statement of conscience. So if you're new to Unitarian Universalism, we are... Each church is independent. We are connected internationally by an organization. And we often study together and take stances together. And so this statement of conscience from 2010 had a really interesting definition of peace. Peace means building connections and relations in which the viewpoints, needs, and wishes of all sides are understood and respected so that harmony and trust are the result. So it's a positive definition of peace. This is what peace would feel like. If we unpack it, it talks about building connections. So I thought, what does building connections do? It means you don't have that feeling in the world that I'm the only one. I'm all alone. I'm the only one suffering. I'm the only one that gets a flat tire. I'm the only one who has children that are pains in the... (laughs) or grandchildren, or parents, or that you're not alone. So it seems to me peace is relational. And then the definition talks about that your needs and wishes are understood. And I don't know about you, well, yeah, I do know about you, (laughs) that a universal sensation is, it's breathtaking when someone knows us well enough to appreciate or, or arrange whatever so that we fit in better. They understand your preference. Oh, you're vegan. We're gonna make sure that we have food for you at breakfast. Oh, you have trouble with stairs. We're going to make sure we have a ramp. I have a dear friend, and I'm so used to calling her by the short version of her name, Deb. And that 
triggers for her all sorts of abuse from her childhood, and it is so hard for me to understand she wants her whole name, Deborah. And I'm always saying, hi, Deborah. (laughs) She understands I'm trying, but uh, it's an effort to really acknowledge her wholeness. So I don't know about you, but do you know how it feels when someone really knows you? It doesn't have to be a huge, long knowing. It can be someone who's curious. What pronouns would you prefer to be called by? What is you, how do you identify? What, what is your name? What would you like to be called? Can you, can you repeat that? <laughs> so I can hear it and say it well? So there's something for me in peace about being seen and being seen in that really full human way, seen by others. And then the final part of that definition is harmony and trust. So it doesn't mean there is no conflict in peace. I think we're human beings, and any time you are connected, well, you can be in conflict all by yourself. I think it's just the nature of being human to be swimming in conflict and stress and disagreements. But when you make room for difference, when you acknowledge that there are many parts of you and they may be in contradiction, when you acknowledge the, the, your main housemate, partner, whatever, that darn, you don't do things the same way. Peace means the ability to negotiate and navigate, maybe laugh at after you've cried and yelled, but to make peace. So it seems to me peace is both relational and some embodied experience. And what I want us to think about today is what does it mean to be in a place that feels peaceful? What is it like when peace appears to you? And I loved the story that Diane told because it, the kids did a great job of describing what peace felt like. When you don't have it, you're scared, want to roll up into a little ball, Uh, For me, my heart pounds, or I sometimes feel it lower in my stomach. Here's where I feel the lack of peace, is right here in my jaws. And when I recognize my jaws are clenched, and I begin to loosen them. So that means, that's that negative version of peace. When things are not peaceful, that's how it feels. So when it's peaceful, when there is peace, I want everyone here to think about where you have felt peace and where you have felt it in your body. Because I'm going to ask you to pay attention this week to times when someone says something or you enter a room or you sit down in a meeting or you're putting your children to bed. I want you to notice what peace feels like the positive part of peace, the relational part of peace. When you're at peace within yourself, when you're not warring with the contradictory parts of yourself that want one thing and know, maybe that's not so good for me. And I'm going to tell you a story. 
because it still is so extraordinary and blows me away. I had someone with whom I've had, we've had ups and downs in our relationship. It's been complicated, wonderful, and complicated. And this person came to me and said, you know what? I'm going to make a change. And I'm going to be positive, And I'm going to notice what you do well. And it started telling me. And I have to say, this is what, what it felt like to me. And, uh, and uh, when I want you to notice peace, I want you to pay attention to all the senses. So I heard words that were about a change of heart and being conciliatory. And that immediately let down my guard unbuilt my wall and it has changed how I see that person and that relationship and what's possible my jaw is no longer quite as clenched I'm trying to think of what other senses Um, so I heard words of peace oh I was thinking about taste You can't really taste peace, but you can. I don't know if you know that metallic taste of fear, but when you're not afraid, it's easy to swallow. And if you're at a meal like Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's, you can actually fully taste the food. So part of being peaceful for me, experiencing peace, is I'm able to use all of my senses fully. I'm not being protective so I do I want you to think this week and notice places where there is peace and it can be just for a split second in your life and I want you to notice where it is in your body and what it feels like and what you experience because I lied to you (laughs) this sermon is actually about you yes becoming more peaceful But I don't think we can do that until we are aware of what it's like and how delicious it is and how simple it is for someone, for me to experience someone going, you know what, I'm going to make a change and then follow through inspires me to do the same. Where else, where do I have conflict? Maybe I can just very simply, maybe I don't have to say it, be more peaceful myself. So may you find many bright spots of peace in your life this week. I look forward to hearing how you feel it, experience it, taste it, smell it, hear it, music. May your life have lots of peace this week. May it be so.